We here at In The Money Media are proud to be partnered with Santa Anita for their 2023 classic meet. Santa Anita's pick five pools have averaged over 1 million thus far during the classic meet. Don't miss out on racing every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with a first post of 12 PT every Saturday and Sunday. We'll feature five races from Santa Anita Park and Gulfstream Park for the Coast to Coast Pick 5 with its $1 minimum and player-friendly 15% takeout. Additionally, every weekend hosts the $18,000 Santa Anita Pick'em Contest, an online contest mixing popular sports props, including horse racing and football, offered every Saturday and Sunday. $500 in prize money to the top winner every day. And finally, you can also get involved in the $7,500 Showviver Contest, playing Santa Anita's free online game, select one horse a day to compete for prize money across six different categories. There's also a fantastic tournament schedule as well for live bankroll players. You can play in all these games, some of them even for free, at santaanita.com slash contests. our coast-to-coast pick five show for our friends from First Bet for Sunday, January 8th, Elvis's birthday. I think even JK's heard of him. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, and I've already tipped it. The guest, once again, coming to us from the planet Texas, he is Jonathan Kinchin. What's up, JK? PTF, nothing like a little uh, little Sunday wagering. Uh, I like a nice Sunday morning wager. It's not bad. There's going to be stuff going on in the NFL today. But uh, for me, the thing that I'm looking the most forward to is playing these five races in the Stronic Five on this Sunday. It starts off in race number five at Gulfstream Park, starting considerably earlier than the Saturday version, because we're starting at 210 Eastern. This bet, it stretches out all the way to six. As mentioned on the previous show, I think eventually the idea is to get these into more of a narrow window, but to get things off the ground and make sure the the quality of racing is what they want it to be, they're definitely uh, spreading it out a bit more. So yeah, we kick things off uh, this time with a, uh, a maiden special weight race. We will be able to see the board on this one. And you, I'm going to guess, are going to hedge a little bit and say you want to see a clocker report before firmly committing to numbers. But with that in mind, I'll start off with a few that I know are going to be on my tickets, starting with the number eight, Breath Away. This horse looks very strong to me for the killer Clement Rosario team. Baited breath stats are tremendous, and the the sibling, Simply Breathless, was a real turf runner. I don't see this one being off of too many tickets. The seven worst behavior I thought was interesting. Maybe a wire-to-wire chance for the always excellent uh, Roger Atfield, who's got a winner at this meet already. Interesting jock switch from Prado to Alvarado. I'm just guessing here, but this is a runner that I wanted on side. And then Sassiness, the one runner for Todd Pletcher. This dam has dropped five winners, four of those one on turf. The Toten Paddock and Clocker Report are all going to offer more clues, but I imagine I'll have some eights, sevens, and ones. Anything you want to add in this uh, first race of golf? No, you're right. I am going to lean heavily on the on the workout report, and I can lie to you and tell you a horse that I like here. But I, I, you know, that's how I look at these races. When you have that information, I feel like it's important to use. I will say, make the boys wink is a little bit interesting for me as well with Brendan Walsh. This horse worked on the turf uh two times and, and hopefully those those works will show up on the workout report one of my favorite things is to see who they were working with uh, understanding the talent level of the horses they were working with and the other thing i will say as well is the horse sassiness down on the inside if i'm not mistaken was an uncle mo um vinnie viola and and uh or Teresa Vi- viola 
and 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 Mike Rapoli, uh, you know Saint Elias and Rapoli Stables, the, the, that potent duo, man, they're not they're not they're not cutting in line to buy Uncle Mo's or run on the turf. If they buy an Uncle Mo, it's probably supposed to be on the brown stuff, and the fact that it shows up on the green stuff and it's Todd Fletcher makes me feel like maybe still trying to figure things out. There might be some value getting away from that horse. Okay, that's an interesting note. We'll see what the Clocker Report says. We'll see what the Tote and Paddock have to say about that one. Next race on Sunday, we hop up to race eight at Gulfstream Park. 3.40 is the scheduled post time. This is uh, the the other half, right, uh, of this race. Three-year-old Baden Phillies going seven and a half on the turf. This one had a standout to me in number seven, Bo Derrick. Did not do much running on debut, but that was dirt and this is turf. And this one's out of a Galileo dam. So I think you can expect something much different here. This runner cost 900000 This is the first start for Pletcher. I'm expecting a lot better. Number two, Lorana. Well-drawn. Turf in the bloodlines on the dam side. Very versatile sire. Clement and Gaffleone teaming up here. One that I want to see more about uh, from the Clocker Reports, but I imagine is going to be on tickets and then the 11 moral turpitude something jk knows nothing about the figure horse and when you throw in the trip this one had last time with trouble at the start and trouble in the lane this horse has to be used despite the tricky post i'm guessing they'll hold up and make one run and moral turpitude will be rolling late seven two and 11 for me any numbers you wanted to nominate for consideration at this early stage yeah i mean gotta look at the workout reports but there is some clues here that i do want to make sure i get out moral turpitude same i agree with you on the trip there Want to make sure you use that one. Bo Derek. I think it's interesting to note there's two parts to this. One is this horse ran on the dirt first out because I believe the horse was at Churchill Downs and it's been well publicized. They didn't have a lot of turf racing uh, this year in general, but especially in the fall. So he had to get the horse started. Uh, Rudolph Brissett and, and Windstar have kind of gone away from their exclusive deal. I think they're still going to work together, but gone away from their exclusive deal. This horse ends up with Pletcher. But here's my other note. Irad basically rides first call for Todd now, and Irad shows up for Safi here. I, I feel not that Louie doesn't ride a lot for Todd, but Irad were, rides first out, I mean, first call, and especially on the grass. I think Be My Sunshine, excuse me, for Safi Joseph is another one that you'll want to consider as well. All right, makes sense. Let's head to Gulfstream Park for their ninth race. Is that what we're up to? No, for their, I messed this up. Um, let's stay at Gulfstream Park for their ninth race. And this is one that the type of people who write uh, derby lists are going to be all over because there's some very promising three-year-old Colts, uh, rising three-year-old Colts in this mile dirt contest. I'm really excited to see this race. Um, there's so many horses in this race that that could you know, become players on the Derby trail. For me, Rudder's Men, the six, looks really strong. Won a fast maiden, and that form's been frank with the second and third, both coming back to win. Two other runbacks running a second out of that race, and lots of, inf- of figure improvement up and down the line. Rudder's Men was odds-on against that salty bunch, imperious in victory, and has worked forwardly since. I think will probably be the favorite this time around, but a horse I need on my tickets. The five, Mr. Ripple, another coming out of a hot maiden with a good figure. Sappy Joseph runners improve way better than average in their second starts. And then the third one I'm going to use doesn't really fit on figures, but I think this might be a rare case where I'm not going to worry about that too much. The eight talk of the nation did not run anywhere near as fast as the top two, but this was a shug firster who was bet to odds on. You don't see that too often. And this horse didn't break well in that race and was also eased up in the end. Rare case where I'm comfortable saying, I think this horse will really run faster. 
than the figure because now we have that start under the belt. We've got more ground. This horse should come forward. And maybe that low figure means talk of the nation gets a little bit lost in the betting this time around. Really cool race. Six and five on the top line for me. Eight on the B line. JK, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, from a, from a, from a speed figure standpoint, I, I'm really interested in Rudder's men, right? Drawn towards the outside, showed a bunch of early pace. I like the draw. You get Irad. You're outside of some of the main competition. I, I really would I, – I want to single that horse. But I just can't get away from Litigate down on the inside. The speed figure not particularly quick for Todd Pletcher. But I remember this day on November 19th. It was one of those races, those annoying days where you get a lot of buzz. You hear that Todd really likes his blame Colt. And then I know that Chad really liked his horse as well. And they both show up in the same spot. You don't know what to do. That was a good race, a productive race. I think Litigate will take another step forward. I think Litigate will appreciate the added distance. I'm going to just use those two. Mr. Ripple will have to beat me. It's going to be uh, all in Todd we trust here. <laughs> we head out to Santa Anita for their fifth race at 5 o'clock, a mile and an eighth on the turf for these $32,000 claimers. I'm going to go with a horse that I'm hoping might be a little bit of a price in here, the three, um, Berolegine. This horse I thought was interesting, getting back on the right surface and stretching out. Won the maiden overseas, going a mile and three sixteenth, and that run two back up north was against open claimers, some of which were much faster than this non-winners of two lifetime gathering. And then there's Flint Stroll, the seven. This horse usually puts in a, a solid effort, has actually crossed the wire first twice, but was DQ'd in the in the actual maiden win. And then the official maiden win came against winners, which I thought was interesting. Plenty of back races on figures good enough for this. Three and seven for me in Santa Anita five. What do you think? This is a spready race for me. They all look the same. I think when you look at speed figures, you look at time form US, and you see a bunch of them that just kind of look the same on the grass. Those are one of those opportunities, especially if you have strong opinions elsewhere, which I do have some strong opinions that I'm going to kind of lean on in other parts of the sequence. I, I think you want to try to, you know, this is one of those opportunities to try to catch a price. Um, a rest would be my top choice in here, down on the inside, tactical speed, Mike Pipey. Um, that, that would be my top choice in here. And if you notice, the owner, Dylan Donnelly. Uh, of, of, of horse player fame. Yep. Um, so I, I think that one's interesting, but I think this is a spread race. I, I, the only horse I really don't want, the old trusty all but one, is the George Herman Ruth, the stretch out type that just doesn't really um, kind of have that pop, I think, going a mile and an eighth. Any other specifics you want to name check, or I'll just list you as liking the one and anti the five? No, I, I'm, I'm, I am going to play this situation where I will come back with just an arrest ticket, but then I will hit the all button on, you know, kind of my other tickets, if that makes sense. It'll be like kind of like a, a, a pressed up a situation with a bunch of B's, but I'll still treat those other horses as A's from a combination standpoint. That, that makes sense. I got you. I'll try to reflect that in the ticket I post. I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but folks listening can parse that info and do with it what they will. One more race, a couple of minutes to do it. Race number seven at Santa Anita, three-year-old fillies in the allowance ranks. We're going six and a half on the turf here. And JK, I'll ask you the key question. How are we going to get paid? Yeah, this is a situation down the hill uh, or, or six and a half um, down the hill where there doesn't appear to be a ton of speed. And one of my favorite things in these situations is a horse like the four, Jordan. Uh, this is a horse that was participating with red fractions in a mile turf race. 
so so if you look at time form, U.S. had some red fractions. Is cutting back, has run well, going five a few times. You get Flavian Pratt. It's Peter Miller who's won more uh, turf sprints than – uh, than, 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 you know, than anyone I can think of in like three Breeders' Cups. I, I, I like Jordan a lot, and I'm going to single Jordan here to get paid. And, and one of my favorite things about singling on the last leg of sequences is that you still have some options. Once you can get alive, you know, if you're alive to $187 because it's been all chalky, then did you really want to have four other backup tickets on other horses? You don't really need it at that point. But if you're alive for $12,000, now, if you fear uh, some other animal in here, then you can then bet to hedge to win in that situation. But at least you know what you're dealing with rather than kind of hoping, you know, how often do you get alive at the end? You're like, oh, my God, I'm alive for $180. I spent two fifty. And I think <laughs> that if you can if you can press up your opinion, it, it can put you in a position to make better decisions on that last leg. I'm going to single the four. Can avoid that trap. I put the Wild Grazer, the five on top. I think this one has more room for improvement off that USA debut. And what leaps off the page is that solid third in Ireland to a subsequent Breeders' Cup juvenile turf winner, the Colt, Victoria Road. Stretch out to 6-5 down the hill. Should bring her forward even more. I like Jordan for all the reasons JK said on pace figures. Could be a wire threat. Um, you know, was up close to those uh, red figures in the fast-paced Durante last time. I think Jordan's got more under the hood. And then I'll give a quick shout-out to the one. Princess Bettina deserves a look on the cutback uh, after being against the flow going farther. I could see this horse showing a lot more punch down the lane if they go unexpectedly fast in here. That's all the time we have, JK. Appreciate your thoughts. Appreciate all the listeners, our friends at Santa Anita and Gulfstream, especially uh, Peter Rotundo. We're really looking forward to supporting these coast-to-coast bets. We're out of here. I'm Peter Thomas Fornatel. May you win all your photos. <laughs> <laughs>